Blog Talk Radio. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Everybody, welcome to Film Festival Radio Show here with me, Janice Malone. And here we are. It's Friday, Friday, July 3, coming into July 4, one of our most popular holidays, especially for the summer. It's uh, it's just that time. It's that time. And, you know, this time last year, July 4, we were all celebrating totally different. We were out there on the beaches and in the bars and in the casinos and just doing our thing. Well, this year, not so much. And the whole operative um, challenge is just to stay healthy and to stay safe. I mean, we can still have fun. We're learning to modify ways that we can have fun, and we can still do that. We can do that. Wear your mask, please. And that brings me to one of our guests. We have two guests for today's show, and they both are talking about how we can stay safe and have fun uh, about our health. One lady, her name is Sheila Coates, and she has created a just an amazing facial mask that is healthy, is safe for us, is still cute, and it's very practical. And so Sheila will be joining us as our second guest to tell us more about how we can order these masks and how she came about uh, creating it and such. And then we also have television doctor, television personality, best-selling author, Dr. Ian Smith. And Dr. Ian has a brand new book. It's been out a few weeks. And it's called Mind Over Weight. And while we're all, you know, on the lockdown and the pandemic and such, I know I'm guilty of this myself. I have put on some pounds. Yes, I have. Guilty, guilty. And so have a lot of my other friends and a lot of your friends and probably you too. And it's okay. Because uh, it's just okay. But Dr. Ian's new book, he has a lot of helpful tips, a lot of helpful information that he can, he will be showing, I should say sharing with us about how to successfully, safely get rid of the weight, stay healthy all while we're doing it, and not be so deprived. Yeah. That's the main thing, not be so deprived. And so I'm really happy to hear, as I was looking through his book and actually reading his book, I should say, that he has some suggestions that just make a lot of sense so that we won't feel like we're in, you know, diet prison or something like that. So anyway, our two guests uh, have great information that can help us just glide through. We're almost there. We're trying to get through COVID, and uh, we'll get through it. But we have to all participate, cooperate, and work together, okay? Well, before we get to both of our guests, I have some announcements as far as audition announcements. You know, we have our auditions from time to time, and people, you guys love, love, love when we have our audition notices. So we have two of them. So let's start right now. Okay, audition number one. Everybody knows who Chrissy Teigen is, gorgeous Chrissy, 
Mrs. John Legend, but she's also, you know, made a name for herself before she became Mrs. John Legend. She was a supermodel and a television star and such. So she has a new show on the Quibi network called Chrissy's Court, and they are coming back for season two, and they're looking for some new cases, some real-life disputes that are going on, and Judge Chrissy, yes, Judge Chrissy is going to help you sort it out and decide who's right, who's wrong, and who's going to be fined, or who's going to, just who's going to kiss and make up, who's going to start it off. So this could be some some cases where there maybe is an uh, an ex-friend, a a former lover or colleague, a next-door neighbor. Maybe you've had a falling out in, in lo- along those terms. Or maybe it's just somebody that just, uh, you know, maybe they just looked at your dog the wrong way or something. Well, either way it goes, Judge Chrissy is here to rule and reign to help you straighten it out. So if you want to try out for Chrissy's Court Season 2, you need to do this you need to go to the website that I'm going to give you shortly here. And I must tell you that the, uh, they're going to start shooting the show October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th in Los Angeles. So they're looking for people who live in the Los Angeles, San Francisco, Las Vegas, that will be us, of course, San Diego, Santa Barbara, Bakersfield, Glendale, and Burbank. So if you live in either of those locations, you can qualify. So what you need to do is just remember the shoot will be all day, not every day, but they're going to shoot each day, October 1, 2, 3, and 4 in Los Angeles. And you will be paid. You will get $250 for the one day of shooting. And you get to meet uh, Chrissy. And you get to be on national television as well. So this is what you need to do. I'll give you that information. Here it is. You need to go to this website, chrissyscourt.castingcrane.com. And that's Chrissy's, C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-S, court.castingcrane, C-R-A-N-E.com. You go to Chrissy's Court's, Court, I should say, not this. The S is on Chrissy's. Chrissy's court.castingcrane.com. And when you go to that link, you will open it up and then you will see the actual application. And one of the main things that they want you to have is a picture of yourself. Everybody's into selfies. If you don't have one right this minute, you can just grab your phone. You know what to do. This is our selfie nation here. So having a picture is not a problem. But again, go to that link. Uh, Chrissy's court.castingcrane.com. They have all the information. I don't, I don't remember seeing a deadline, but if they're going to start shooting in October, October 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, you may want to just hurry up and get your information, whatever else they're asking for. And who knows, you will, you, you might bring your case to Chrissy's court and let Miss Chrissy settle things for you and whoever you're having a dispute with. Okay. So now, Let's go to audition number two. And this brings me to one of th- this gentleman, Duran, Duran Ophir Casting. Duran was a guest on our show, on our radio version of our show. We have, um, for those of you who don't know this, our show has a radio version that is heard on KSHP 1400 Radio in Las Vegas. 
And so we had Daron Ophir on last month as one of our guests. And so, of course, he is the, I call him the emperor of reality shows. He has been a part of either in the executive producing or creation of over 200 successful reality television shows. His very first hits were Jersey Shore. Yeah, remember Jersey Shore, the situation, Snooky and all of them? That was one of his first hits, and it's just been uphill ever since from there. Go to his website, Daron, D-O-R-O-N-O-F-I-R, Ophir Casting. So that brings me to this announcement. Daron Ophir Casting, they are looking for just a select few of the hottest, most seductive, most charismatic singles, yes, here in the States, Canada, and South America. And if you are selected, this is an opportunity. This is a reality show they're putting together where you can party, party in paradise. You must be age 21 or older. So if you're looking for a, a chance of a lifetime to be sailing and going to different exotic locations with some of the hottest, most eligible, absolutely gorgeous, handsomest singles on the planet, you might want to try out for this new show. It's called Parties in Paradise. And again, they are accepting casting applications for single men and single women over the age of 21 to try out for this show. Now, what you need to do is you need to go to this website. It's short, S-H-O-R-T, audition.net, forward slash mark, parties, P-A-R-T-I-E-S, dash in, dash paradise. That's it. Go to the link. All of the details, the application is right there. And again, the link is short, audition.net, forward slash mark, parties, P-A-R-T-I-E-S dash N dash paradise. And that is from the people at Duran Ophir Casting. And when you go to Duran's uh, uh, website here, you will see a lot of other information about other auditions that the company is casting for future shows as well. So just you can't lose by going to that link, okay? Hopefully you will get selected either uh, Miss Chrissy Teigen's show or Miss Duran Ophir's show. Who knows? We have had people, we've had listeners who have uh, listened and followed up on some of these auditions over the past years because, you know, we've been doing this podcast, how long? 2007, 13 years. We've been here a while. So, but we, we've had a lot of uh, listeners to follow up on these auditions, and we've received emails from people who said, I did get selected. Uh, probably some are in the cast. You know, a lot of people, they get so excited, they forgot to write you back and say, hey, I heard this on your show, and I got picked. But that's okay. That is okay. But if you happen to try out for either one of these two shows, and if you do get selected, make sure you drop us a line, info at filmfestivalradio.com. We would love to hear whether or not you got selected. And if you did, I'd uh, like to hear what happened, you know, during the audition and what happened during the taping and just just get all up in your business. <laughs> That's what we like to do sometime. Not all the time, but sometimes. So anyway, 
what we're going to do is that we're going to take a quick, very quick break, and we'll be right back with our first guest. Hey, I'm Sherry Shepard, and you're listening to Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone. Yo, this is George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton, and you're listening to Film Festival Radio. <laughs> yes. You are listening to Film Festival Radio here with me, Janice Malone. Thank you, Sherry Shepard and George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton. Hey, one nation under a groove, even though it's uh, a bit divided, um, shall we say, but we're still one nation under a groove. Yes, we are. (laughs) Okay, let's get to our first guest here. Now, as I said earlier, many states, have mandated the governors have mandated you gotta wear a mask. Many cities, even though we've got some people who are not following orders, I don't understand why you don't want to be safe and healthy. I, I just don't it's mind-boggling. Well, Nevada here, we are in Las Vegas, of course, and our governor has Governor Asisilak issued about a week ago mandatory masks if you are going outside in public. And so that's where our guest, Sheila Coates, comes in. Sheila, brilliant. She's the founder of BYOB Unlimited, and she has created a a mask in, in the middle of all this chaos. The mask is called the BYOB Drinking Mask. And you can, while we're talking here, listen to, while you're listening to me, go to the website, BYOB Drinking Mask. Dot com. That's B as in boy, Y-O-B, drinkingmask.com. And so while you're listening to me introduce uh, Sheila, you can go look at it, and then Sheila will bring her on, and she can tell you more about the story behind the making of the mask, how she came about it, and what it does, and how it was catching on. I mean, really catching on. So I will tell you that the B-Y-O-B drinking mask, drinking mask is – very stylish, it's comfortable, and it's reusable. And now that we're in the middle, can we say middle? Okay, maybe the, the baby beginning of summer. Depends on where you are, because if you're in Vegas, it's hot. But these masks offer an ideal solution to stay hydrated during this COVID-19 pandemic. And one of the cool things that makes this mask so unique by the way, it is manufactured, and the masks are made here in America. It has a four-way stretch material, comfortable all day, all day. And what makes it so unique is that there's a grommeted drinking hole right there where your mouth is. And you can stick your straw if you, if you have a, a mixed drink or coffee and, or soda you can stick the straw right through the grommeted hole and drink your drink, whether it's hot or cold or lukewarm or whatever the temperature may be. And what makes it even more safe is that the little grommeted hole has an inside flap that covers the drinking hole when it's not in use. How clever is that? And how practical and how safe is that? And again, this mask is, is washable, it's reusable, it's uh, anti-dust protective, uh, you know, in case if you, you know, the, the air particles like pollen and dust and, you know, all of the 
uh, emissions, all of that stuff. Oops, knocked my microphone over there. But anyway, Sheila has created something that is a bit of a masterpiece as far as this, these masks are concerned. And they're, they're kind of cute as well. Because, you know, as ladies, we like to look cute. You know, I don't care if it is a pandemic. We still want to find a way to look cute. You can do all of that. And you can be safe and practical as well. And so we're going to bring Sheila on here in a minute to tell us even more. But let me tell you just a little bit about her. Sheila is a very accomplished uh, businesswoman. She spent two decades plus as a marketing executive in the music and entertainment industry, development, branding, imaging, working with some of the most high-level performers in music, such as, give you a few names here, P. Daddy, Babyface, Mary J. Blige, Lenny Kravitz, Barry White, just to name a few. So uh, she worked with them on their uh, music marketing campaigns. And then on the flip side of that, when she started her own company, BYOB, she has then took her marketing talented skills to other top executives working in the uh, areas of corporate America, Fortune 500 companies, just Oh, my God, I could just go on all day about uh, how talented she is on the entertainment side as well as corporate America. She's also a frequent speaker at various conferences and organizations such as Dress for Success, uh, the Kanye West Foundation, among others. So let me just be quiet. And now that I've given you some background information about who Sheila is and about her wonderful new product, let's bring Sheila on to give us even more information about the BYOB drinking mask and how you can get yourself one of them and so you can look cute and look safe and just enjoy the rest of the summer. So let's bring on Sheila Coates right now. Um, Sheila Coates, so nice to chat with you here. You You are providing a product that is really helping to keep America safe and healthy and still still look kind of cute all while you're doing it there. So, so Sheila, tell everybody um, about uh, the launching of drinking masks. And with us being here in Vegas, okay, other than gambling, we know Vegas people love to drink. So this is right down our alley. So tell us about the drinking mask. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it was um, an idea that came to mind because I have a company. My company is BYOB, and I own that trademark, which stands for Be Your Own Brand Unlimited. But I always play off of the BYOB with my clients. So, you know, that stands for uh, bring your own bottle, bring your own brown bag, bring your own booze. Mm -hmm. So for clients, I generally send them something that resonates with that. So when this, this hit, I was trying to think of how I could stay top of mind and what I could send my clients just so that they could remember me. And I thought about a mask. I said, a friend said, you should send them a mask and just to show concern. But because, you know, my brain thinks a little bit differently, I'm like, a mask? I don't want to just send a mask. And so I started kind of playing around with the mask and thought about how I could make it a little sexier and cooler. And I said, you know, I'm going to send a happy hour mask. I'm going to send a mask that says, have a social distance happy hour on me. And then I started designing, and I said, you know, that way you can drink and not worry about taking the virus, and I designed it. And after that, it just kept going, and I kept playing with it, and I thought, but everybody would need this, right? Just like you said, in Vegas, half of the money that they make is off drinks and entertaining and 
So how can you sit next to somebody and have a cocktail and not be worried? So that's how it started developing. And I actually came up with the concept maybe over a month, probably two months ago, but I wanted to perfect it and get the patent on it. Um, so I have a patent on the design that I created and then I did a sample, right? And so because I come from that world of entertainment and creative, I said, this is cool, but it's not quite there yet. So I added a nose adjustment, so now it adjusts across your nose. I added adjustable ear straps so that it would have a better fit because I was trying on masks and, you know, some people have a longer face, rounder face. I said, you need to have the mask adjustable, so I put adjustable ear straps on it. And then I did a grommet where the hole is so that it won't lose its shape. And everybody keeps asking me, well, if it has a hole, that means you can still catch it. No, there's a waterproof flap behind the hole so that when you're not using it with a straw, it's a very comfortable mask. So I work out at it. I walk every morning at it. I tested it myself. And that's how the drinking mask came about. So I thought, wow, this will help bars open up. It will help companies open up. Hot weather is approaching. You know, the mask is already hot. Yeah. So how, how can you move around the city for those people who have to go to work, catch a bus, be out of the elements? It's hot. You know, I'm sure in Vegas right now, what is it, about 108 or something? On a good day, yeah. <laughs> protect from um, 
vehicle exhaust and smoke and, you know, fog, all of that, if you have allergies of, of that nature. Mm-hmm. So that's good Absolutely. to hear. Yeah, because, again, you know, I'm thinking like people who are uh, – have uh, affected immune systems, right? Because when we read about COVID, it also plays very hard on those who have a compromised immune system. So if you have asthma, if you have uh, diabetes or high blood pressure and other things, and sometimes if you just have bad allergies, it can affect you. So what I like about the mask is that it's a material that's antibacterial, so it's a washable mask. And so while you're out, it also protects you from other elements. You know, if you secondhand smoke or just exhaust or pollen that's in the air, it also helps with that. And then the thing that I love is that you can wash it. And I've washed mine a, a couple of times. Now, people ask me, should they put it in the washing machine? I don't put mine in the washing machine because, you know, just like with anything with elastic, if you continue to do that for the ears, sure. then, it won't, then it won't last you as long. I'm also doing them for corporations, and corporations are putting their logos on them you know, to give to their employees, but it's also good branding and good marketing and showing that you care. So if you have one that has a logo, the logo obviously will last longer if you don't wash it in the machine as often. But they are washable and reusable, so that makes it, to me, a green product, right? Because you leave a better footprint on the earth if you don't have to dispose of it. I was walking today, and in the park I saw that there were two or three disposable masks on the ground, you know, the paper masks. I've seen a lot of that, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of that here, uh, and, and along with disposable gloves. It's like, people, come on, really? Ugh. Exactly. I'm like, who wants to pick that up since we know it was on your face and on your nose and on your mouth? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So this will allow you from not having to, you know, keep continuing to uh, dispose of it. You can have it. You can wash it out. I've washed mine, like I said, several times. And it dries quickly because of the material that you have. So it's not like you have to wait, you know, days for it to dry. Mine dried in maybe like a couple hours. Okay, okay. And it was ready to use again, yeah. Now, uh, you know, there's still lots of us who still want to be looking cute. So what colors does the mask come in? Uh, for corporate orders, there's a variety, you know, because they're ordering a little larger. For individual orders, Right now we have black and gray, uh, and then we have it with the logo, without a logo, and then we're also offering two unique pieces. One is lips for women, so it's a mouth with teeth, it's red lips with teeth, and the hole is right through the teeth, so it looks like you're drinking. Oh, that's cute. It looks like you're drinking through your mouth. Uh And then the other one, if you can believe this, because I've had a couple cannabis companies ask me about this, is that one is a cannabis Oh, okay, that's good. So if you decide to smoke, because it's funny that people have asked me, can I smoke through these? And I'm thinking, I'm not sure why, you know, if you want to smoke through it. But maybe if you are most surprised and you're smoking, this would be better for you than to just be out, you know, without a mask. So we made one with a cannabis leaf, and um, those are available on the website, yes. So those are the only four that we have right now. Well, of course, uh, in addition to drinking, we all know that Vegas, uh, Nevada, is a cannabis legal here. So that's another reason <laughs> that our listeners need to run out and get one from you. So what is your website? <laughs> What's the website? How do you get order? It is, it is, the website is um, www.byobdrinkingbow.com. 
And that's the same for my Facebook and Instagram as well. I try to make it simple across the board, BYOBDrinkingMath.com. Wow, that's pretty easy. And if anybody's listening, if you don't have a pen and paper, you can always email me, info at filmfestivalradio.com, and we'll send it to you. But it's real easy, B-Y-O-B, drinking mask with an S, dot com. Well, Sheila, your timing could not have been any more perfect for uh, all of your talents. You can utilize them through Zoom. Uh, as far as marketing and branding now, you don't even have to leave the house. And if you don't want to, but you're, you're like me. I love to travel internationally myself. I really do miss that. But, but I mean, in the meantime, you've got this wonderful other business for yourself with the mask, keeping people safe and healthy, even the reluctant ones. I do not understand why some people do not want to wear a mask to keep themselves healthy. I don't get that. What is that? I'm telling you, every day I've been reading different uh, stories about people who just find it, and then I read the the reverse side of that, about how it's saving lives, right? So I don't don't know if it's just us as Americans. We think that we just have such freedom that we shouldn't have to follow certain rules. But I'm more concerned about the asymptomatic people who think that they're, you know, walking around here great. I just had a friend today, true story, who sent a text out saying, she has COVID. Now, she said she was feeling a little tired, had a slight, slight fever. Mm-hmm. So she just went in because she could, and she followed it. Now, she doesn't have any real symptoms, so she's still moving around. She could have been, you know, going to see somebody elderly. Yeah. And I'm thinking, so do we not want to, and, and, I, and I think she was being very safe, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, my friend was wearing a mask, but you just don't know. So I'm thinking a mask is a simple ask to not only protect yourself, but protect others. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. so, and exactly. so I think, you know, we want to be cute. Like mm-hmm. I said, we want to be cute. That's why I designed the one with lips. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking about some other ideas. But I keep saying to people, you know, beat the eyes, right? The mm-hmm. eyes are the, are the heart and soul anyway. If That's I look right. at the eyes, I can kind of tell the things. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about the mask in the mouth right now. Find one that's comfortable. And that's, again, I'm not just saying that because it's my life, but I really thought about if I have to wear something for a prolonged period of time, I need this to be comfortable. I need to be adaptable. I need to be able to drink something when I want to. You know, like now when I, you know, I'm in my car, I have to run to the store. I just put a, a straw in my water bottle if I don't have a nozzle mm-hmm. and just keep it in there. You know, so now I don't have to take the mask off when I go inside a Target. I can just drink from the from the water bottle if I want to. Exactly. You gotta make it functional. Yeah, you gotta make it functional for you because it's a necessity. It is. Well, Sheila, again, tell everybody the website where they can get these the very sensible uh, masks. <laughs> it's very sensible. <laughs> Absolutely. It is again www. Drinkingmask.com. B-Y-O-D, drinkingmask.com. And you can follow me there on Instagram and on Facebook. Great. Well, again, we are a city that loves our uh, libations and such (laughs) and smoking our something-somethings. So you've thought of all of that. So it's, it's no problem for people here in Vegas. And I just... I want to thank you for being so innovative here with this new item, this new product. 
Well, thank you so much for interviewing me. You know, if I can leave one thing, we can use anything to continue to push and continue to pray. That's my mantra. It's a new day, so you got to do something new. So thank you for your time. Thank you for your interest. I'll make sure you get the mask so that you can send me a photo of you being cute with your eyebrows done and your eyes done. Minus the unibrow, okay. definitely do that and you stay safe and healthy like you're doing okay absolutely okay thank you Sheila yeah I will not be allowing any photographs any selfies until the unibrow is safely put away because <laughs> uh hey I think a lot of us got unibrows with what's been going on I've been trying to Nah, it's not working. I have to get professionals. Or you have to go to the, some of the YouTube channels with some of these ladies who are professional influencers when it comes to makeup and such. I've got the, the tools and supplies about uh, brows and such. I just haven't had time to do it. But before I get the unibrow done, I do want you to go take up. Was this not a really cool segment? Yes, the BYOB drinking mask. And just go order some, order a lot of them because it, they make sense. They make a lot of sense. And again, go to the website while I drop my pencil here, uh, byobdrinkingmask.com. And Sheila gave us all the lowdown on how they came about and how practical they are. They're reusable. And uh, for those of you who are coffee drinkers, you love your Starbucks or your whatever you get your coffee, you can still sip your coffee through a straw using this style of a mask. It's just, it just makes so sense. So much sense. So much sense. So again, thank you, Sheila Coates, for um, bringing this to our attention. And to further speak of healthiness and staying safe during these crazy times that we are in, that brings us to our next guest. As I said, Dr. Ian Smith is a television personality. We've seen him on just so many shows, from Oprah to the the doctors, Dr. Oz, Good Morning America, just the oh gosh, all the national shows, as well as he is uh, a part of the syndicated television show, The Rachel Ray Show, as well. He's a medical contributor to Rachel's show, and President Obama appointed Dr. Smith to two terms on the prestigious President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition. And now he has a brand new book out, as I said earlier, called Mind Over Weight. And this book helps readers to hopefully win the battle of the bulge by getting everything in order, as he says, above the neck. In other words, getting it right in our heads first. Now, this book uh, is, is designed to help us readers to find motivation to stick to a plan, a weight loss plan, and a fitness plan, and get the job done. Now, this is not Dr. Ian Smith's first time at the rodeo, of course, with being a best-selling author. He has done, so far, 18 best-selling books. Ten of those 18 books have been on the New York Times bestseller list, and it looks as if he is about to get this one on the uh, New York Times bestseller list as well. Again, it's Mind Over Weight, and you can, of course, get the book at Amazon and all of the places where cool books are sold. And so 
let's continue our path here on staying healthy, staying safe. And this time we're going to have safety, healthiness with good nutrition because we have the expert here joining us, Dr. Ian Smith. So let's bring Dr. Smith on now to tell us more about his latest book, Mind Overweight. So, um, Dr. Ian, you have a brand new book. Uh, Thank God that you have this book because do we ever need it now with all of this shut-in and lockdown, Mind Overweight. And uh, just give us a quick thumbnail of what the book is all about. The title is already in, I'm in love with the title. So tell us what it's all about. Yeah, so Mind Overweight basically is dealing with all the things that happen above the neck. So often we talk about the food that you eat, your exercise plan, but we really rarely talk about what happens in the mind, how to get your mind ready, how do you find motivation, how do you keep it, how do you uh, uh, boost your confidence when you're trying to lose weight, how do you build a winning environment, things that kind of you know, seem inconsequential are so consequential. In fact, I believe that your mind is the starting point for any weight loss journey, regardless of what weight loss plans you're on. If you don't have your mind in the right place, then your body is not going to follow. So this is a small book, as you can see, seven simple chapters. Each chapter is like its own thing in the sense that um, you can actually uh, just read that chapter and do the action plan in that chapter. Uh, so I really like how the book is made so it's ease of use for people. Definitely is. Most definitely is. Um, so, in, you know, you, you, you write and you say that for some people, a lot of people, unsuccessfully can't maintain weight loss or can't even get started. And you say that they haven't found good motivation. So with everybody being on shut in and locked down, how in the world do you find motivation? Well, it's interesting. So you got to look back in history, right? you got to think back about what things are important to you, what things have been important to you. Um, or look at situations where you were motivated before and overcame difficult odds. Maybe it was passing a certain course. Maybe it was doing well on a job project. What historically has motivated you to overcome challenges? And I think that's so important. So that's one part of it. The other part of it is, you know, thinking about what your priorities are. And I think that a lot of us, especially given the time we've had being inside and kind of being detached from our normal lifestyle, this has given us a lot of time to really reconnect with who we are and what we are and even develop a clearer vision of what our purpose is. And I think that when you talk about what your priorities are and how you want things to unfold, that in and of itself becomes very motivating. And so I hope that people are able to be motivated by something like that also. And you also talk about how a lot of people choose the wrong plan because they don't know what will work for them. And we all are different, of course. So how do you go about, because there's so many weight loss programs and so many of them are very good. So how do you know when it's the right plan for you? You know, I think that one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they choose the plan that doesn't work for them. Just because the plan works for a girlfriend or a friend or a coworker or a family member, it doesn't mean that it's the right plan for you because we all have different characteristics when it comes to weight loss. We all have different thresholds of tolerance and, and, and preferences. And so the first thing you do is realize that just because you see it on the front of a magazine or some Hollywood celebrity did it, you can do it also. That's, that's bad thinking. What you have to do 
doing in that chapter, chapter three, I take you through some of the simple questions you have to ask yourself. You know, you got to think about kind of, you know, is the plan sustainable? Are you going to be able to eat this food uh, for the long term and not just for a short period of time? Can you afford it? Actually, some of these plans are very expensive with what they're asking you to eat. Um, do you find like the plan will actually work with your lifestyle? The plan is saying, you know, that you have to, you know, do these extreme things. You know, can that really fit with with your work schedule? Can it fit with your home life? So there are a lot of considerations, basic considerations that we tend to overlook, but are extremely important for us to decide whether or not that particular plan works for you. And so in that chapter, uh, you answer several questions, and based on your questions, then I kind of steer you, or those answers will steer you to the type of plan that you need to be looking for. And so one of the really good topics that you addressed that I really especially like, and I have a friend in Nashville who was, uh, I told him I will be talking to you, and that is crush the cravings. What is the difference between real hunger and cravings, and how do we get rid of those pesky cravings? Yeah, well, you know, the major difference is that cravings uh, tend to be short-lived. Um, studies show that between 15 to 20 minutes, a craving will go away if you do nothing at all. You don't address it, you don't do anything, it will just go away on its own, whereas hunger is not going to go away. Hunger is a deep physiological need that your body has to be nourished and to be fed. Uh, and I, I, in the book, I talk about the difference of like, you know, your oil light. You know, when your oil light goes on um, and you turn the car off and turn it back on, the oil light is going to stay on no matter how many times you turn the car on and off. It's going to stay on until you fill it with oil. That's hunger. It needs to be actually satisfied. You have to, you have to satisfy what the need is. Whereas a craving is like when you get into your car and there's a prompt that comes on your dashboard or your screen that says, do you want to connect the Bluetooth? And if you don't do anything at all, five minutes later, that prompt is going to go away on its own without you doing anything. That's what a craving is. So I think that kind of gives people a good visualization. Now, with cravings, if you cannot withstand a craving, and the book gives you some strategies of how you can outlast a craving, if you can't outlast a craving and you have a sweet tooth or you're craving something salty or savory, in the book I give you some different options where you can eat some foods that will do two things. One, which is most important, they're going to satisfy that craving. But two, they're going to satisfy the craving without a whole bunch of calories or fried or fattening foods. So we want to, we want to satisfy the craving in a healthier way that tastes great but doesn't fill us up on bad calories. Well, okay, here we are, July 4th weekend. I mean, even though people can't go out and do the traditional at the beaches and what have you, a lot of people are going to be queuing at home and such, and we're talking about cravings. So how do you how do you get through, especially a summer holiday, and, and still maintain and, and keep your weight goal uh, in mind? Well, I think that the approach actually is different than what most people expect. I think that you should have fun during the holiday. <laughs> I think that you shouldn't try to restrict yourself or you know, be so hard on yourself. My goodness, it's one day. Um, you can't do too much damage to a program in one day. The problem we have in America is that we tend to make hol a holiday holidays. So instead of it July 4th, we're celebrating July 3rd, 4th, 5th, <laughs> even 6th, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden now you've extended this holiday and now that becomes a problem because now you're kind of, you're, you're off the rails for so many days consecutively. However, if July 4th, even another day, July 4th and 5th, people want to have a good time and celebrate and do their thing, and then come Monday, July 6th, 
people are able to, you know, get back on the wagon and do that too. No harm, no foul. I mean, it's going to be fine. Um, in fact, on July 6th, I have a challenge, a four-week challenge that I'm doing. So if people are interested in registering, and we've got limited slots. Uh, it's called the Bounce Back Challenge, which is getting people to bounce back uh, from all this shelter in place that we've been going through. Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at Dr. Ian Smith. Spell the doctor out. I-A-N Smith. Or email me, uh, the Bounce Back Challenge at gmail.com to get the registration info. But, but I really do believe that people should look at a holiday as something to celebrate and not beat yourself up over well, that's very good advice. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that people should, of course, go overboard, extra slice of cheesecake, all of that kind of stuff. But I agree with you. Just don't beat yourself up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in moderation, of course. I mean, you don't want to go to the extreme. The extreme of anything, by the way, is not good for you, both sides. The extreme of depriving yourself is bad for you, just as the extreme of overindulging is bad for you. So you don't want to do either. But, you know, stay somewhere in the middle. And, you know, if you hadn't had, you know, some of these foods for a while, have some. Don't go back for two or three helpings. <laughs> yeah, well, guilty here. Uh, <laughs> so, again, it's the bounce back challenge at gmail.com if people want to, you know, write to you, ask you some questions, or, or sign up, or what? Yeah, if they want to sign up for our challenge, it starts July 6th, four weeks. It okay. gives you, I give you a daily meal plan and exercise plan, and uh, we can do it on, we do it online, or we do it through an app, and, uh, you know, these plans, these, these challenges have been very successful. You have lost a lot of weight, uh, and they like the accountability for that. Okay. Well, we've got a couple of last questions here. How do people, what are some tips to avoid stress eating? And I'm very guilty of that one. Yeah, well, you know what? You have to occupy yourself. It really is that simple. If you engage yourself in something, whether it's listening to music or working on your computer, uh, uh, physical engagement is usually the best. Walking, gardening cleaning, I mean, when you really engage your body and your mind in something else, then that really reduces uh, the stress level and it reduces the prompt or the impetus to satisfy the stress by going to eat something. That's number one. The second thing that people should do is they really should be very careful what they have in their house from a food perspective. You know, if you tend to eat chocolate bars when you are stressed out, and you don't have chocolate bars in your house, guess what? You're not going to be able to eat the chocolate bars. So, you know, people should really think about it. It sounds like it's simple, but it's really a mistake people make. Don't bring things into your house that you know either you have a weakness for and that you may overconsume it or that you know is completely off the plan. If you don't have it, if you don't have it there, you can't eat it. And that's it's that simple. No matter how many times you, while you're in the supermarket, you pass by it over and over. Just don't bring it home. Don't invite it to your house. Just, no, it's just, it's just yeah. badness, and you just have to have, I mean, that's that one point of discipline that you need. Mm-hmm. Where, think about it. So the one discipline point you have is when you're at the grocery store and you want to buy it and you have to decide if you're going to buy it or not. But think about all the points you have uh, discipline points you need to have in the house because every time you think about it now am I going to go to the cupboard and get it or not there that night am I going to go do it or not I mean several times a day you're faced with the this point of discipline where you got to decide if you're going to go do it or not don't bring it in your house yeah that's all it don't get an invitation bring it in and you won't think about it so that's right well um, okay when it comes to alcoholic beverages or mixed drinks, 
I, I mean, we already know we're not talking about the you know the get drunk and all that, but just uh, consuming uh, some of these really colorful, delicious, fruity type alcoholic beverages. What is how fattening are they? Is it, or, or what is it good for us? Because we're here in Vegas, you know, we love our drink. We get our drink on. So, <laughs> so what? I'm not I'm not against drinking, but people should know when in the book I spell out for people, you know, that fat. Um, that, that when you look at the, the macronutrients, you know, alcohol um, is not a macronutrient. You look at the macronutrients, which are fat, carbs, and protein, but you look at the calorie counts. Um, uh, with most uh, fat having a lot of calories, alcohol really is like drinking liquid fat. I mean, mm. when you, from a calorie perspective, there are tons of calories in alcohol. What people get confused by it is because it's liquid they think that the, the calories in liquid are somewhat different than the calories, for example, in the steak. And it doesn't matter. 300 calories is 300 calories. In fact, I would posit that calories in the liquid tend to be more dangerous than calories in the food because when you drink liquid, it doesn't fill you up as fast. And you think psychologically that it's okay, so you'll drink more of it. Therefore, you're consuming even more calories. So I think people really have to be careful that alcohol is fine. But remember, alcohol has calories too, and you want to make sure that you moderate it from that perspective also. How important is it to stay hydrated? I mean, just because you're, you know, maybe in a more humid climate or it's, it, in a hydration, I'm a, I'm, I love water. I just love it. But I have so many friends I'm finding out here recently, like, oh, I only drink water maybe once every two or three weeks. But how important is it to stay hydrated, just period, year-round? extremely important. In fact, a lot of people are walking around dehydrated and don't even realize it. People think that to become dehydrated, you have to be sweating or working out profusely in order to be dehydrated. And it's not. You don't, a lot of our water loss, we don't actually see. Um, and so it's very important for people to keep drinking fluids. Uh, drinking water is great, but you know, there are other fluids that you have, not soda, of course, but there are other fluids and foods actually too contain water. And so you want to make sure that you, your body is 70% water and you want to make sure that you are refilling what you're losing on a daily basis. And that's why we recommend, you know, the average recommendation of eight glasses of water for the average person. It's probably anywhere from six to 10, depending on how much water you're losing based on your activities. But that's why we recommend people drink water is to replace what they've been losing. One of my friends said, uh, and she was constantly getting uh, kidney infections, and she said, well, I don't understand that. I told my doctor, and come to find out, she was not drinking enough water. And she said, I thought because I was drinking coffee and tea, which is made of water, I was getting enough water. Is that a common myth? Or do you hear that a lot or what? Yeah, I hear a lot, and it's true. I mean, your, your genital urinary system really needs to be flushed out consistently. It's very important. Uh, and part of one of the best ways to flush out your system is to drink a lot of water. Your kidneys like uh, when it has a lot of blood volume that appears at your kidney and then your kidney uh, takes the urine, basically, uh, and excretes it. Uh, but the more water you drink, the more blood flow you're going to show your kidneys and the better it can do its job of excreting um, some of these different byproducts. And so, yeah, I think it's important for people to drink water because it can, you know, maintain uh, and improve uh, the health of your kidneys and the rest of your genital urinary system. Uh, 
And in this era that we're now in, we really do not, none of us need to be running to doctors and hospitals. If we can just control just, just the amount of drinking enough water that will cut down on major potential health problems, I think. Oh. You know, I mean, I saw a sign of this, and water is life, and that's so true oh, in so many great. ways. I mean, water, we can't live without water. We really can't. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of things we can live without, but you can't live without water, and I think that people need to uh, appreciate how important water is and realize mm-hmm. that it's just, just not water from, from the faucet that you can get. You can get water and fruits and vegetables also, because yeah. a lot of them have water also. And my last question here, we have been asking uh, our guests here, the question, what you've been doing uh, during the, the shutdown. What have you been doing at home? I have been extremely productive. I've been working out a lot in the basement, but I also have been writing a ton. Uh, I have a new novel coming out uh, on October called The Unspoken. It's a murder mission that takes place in Chicago, uh, and that's being uh, published by Amazon. Uh, and I also have uh, a book coming out um this Mind Over Weight just came out, but I also finished writing my book for April, uh, you know, of 2021. So I've been very productive playing golf and some tennis and working out and just having a good time, enjoying the summer with my family. Oh, my God. I, had, I mean, you've done so many books uh, on health and nutrition, but is this your first novel? Will this be your first novel? Uh, it's my third novel. Uh, I published a, uh, my last novel. It's called The Ancient Nine which was about Harvard's secret societies. So if people like thrillers and mysteries and they're intrigued by secret societies, I was a member of one as a Harvard undergraduate. And so I wrote about, you know, my experience with main characters based on me uh, and the ancient nine. Um, And then I wrote a book called The Blackbird Papers, which is about uh, a mystery up at Dartmouth College uh, campus uh, up in New Hampshire, where a professor is suddenly killed in the middle of the night unexpectedly. Uh, so I love mysteries, and uh, this is uh, the one coming out in October, The Unspoken, is going to be the first of a series of books with this main character who was a private investigator in Chicago. Oh, wow, Doctor. You're, you're leaning, going over there into the John Grisham style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. I mean, these, all of those sound like they could definitely be some movies. Have you, you talked about that with someone or what? Yes, we're working on it. So we... Uh, uh, two of them have been optioned already, and um, they are in the process of being considered. Uh, COVID kind of has slowed things down. Hollywood's kind of uh, just getting back and up and running, but we are working steadfastly to make either a movie or to make a television series out of it. Oh, I hope it's a series because I'd love to. I love those series. You know, when yeah, it's like series, drama series. <laughs> anyway, the book again is Mind Overweight. Obviously, you can get it at Amazon, all the places where fine books are sold. Hopefully, people will listen to the wonderful tips that you provided. And if they want to join the Bounce Back Challenge, the Bounce Back Challenge at gmail.com starting July 6th for four weeks. So. That's right. And follow me on Instagram at Dr. Ian Smith. Okay. Spell the doctor out. Okay. We got it. So, Doctor, thank you so much for chatting with us. Happy Fourth of July weekend to you. And I would love for you to come back on in the fall to talk about the novel as well. You you got it. I'd love to also have a great summer. And please be safe out there. Your safety is my safety. So have fun, but be safe. Absolutely. Thank you so very much, then. We'll talk to you hopefully in the fall. Okay, we will. Okay, bye-bye. So long. Okay, and that is, once again, best-selling author, Television personality, Dr. Ian Smith. The book is Mind Overweight. 
And is that ever a true title? If we can ever make it up in our minds, uh, that's about anything. If it's losing weight, if it's uh, making a career change, just whatever it is, get the mindset. The rest will fall into line. So you can get that book at all of the places where great books are sold. And if you, you know, once again, if you want to join this uh, weight loss challenge that Dr. Ian is talking about, the Bounce Back Challenge at gmail.com, you can get more information right to him. It starts July 6th for four weeks. And who knows, maybe you will be one of those people that's successful. You've gotten the book, hopefully, and uh, read Mind Over Weight and then joined the Bounce Back Challenge, and you are ready. You are ready for the rest of the summer and the fall, and hey, whatever's left, you can fight the rest of this quarantine. I think that's a lot of good weapons there. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of Film Festival Radio Show. Make sure that you go and support the items and products of our guests Uh, that we have on these shows. And our featured guest for this show, again, was Sheila Coates, who is the founder of the BYOB Drinking Mask. And, oh, I like that little joker. Have you gone to the website yet? Go to the website so you can see uh, exactly what it looks like and and then place you an order. We have some pictures uh, of it on our show page. But go to the website and get all the ordering information. Website, again, is B as in boy, Y-O-B, drinkingmask.com. And, um, hey, get yourself one. I think it makes a lot of sense. It's cute, it's healthy, and it's practical. And so is Dr. Ian Smith's uh, new book, Mind Over Weight. So combine both of these items together. I think we'll all be in pretty good shape when it's all said and done. So we're out of here. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you are more than welcome to drop me a line. Info at filmfestivalradio.com. Website is filmfestivalradio.com. We are, oh my God, we have got to uh, put some new information on our website. We've had, because of the virus, our web people have, you know what the drill is about all that. Everybody's kind of shifting out of place, but we're putting people back in order here. So listen, it's 4th of July weekend. We want you to join us next show so that means you do your part be safe be healthy wear your mask and be mindful of not only your health but the health of your loved ones and the people around you it's not a political thing it's a health thing okay okay we want to see you around for many years to come so we'll see you on our next show and take care of yourself and have a safe and fun-filled fourth of july weekend okay we're out of here and we'll see you next week bye-bye Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.